What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Head is the Key. Today's topic is going to be about imposter syndrome. I had a very interesting week this week, and I started to recognize that even when I give my best, it may fall short, and that's okay, and don't get down on yourself. I know my close friends who listen to this podcast would be like, yeah, idiot, I've been telling you that for years. But you know what? When you're in the helping profession, you want to help, and when that falls short, it can wear on you a little bit. But you know what? You can't save them all, Hasselhoff. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Head is the Key, and today we are going to tackle imposter syndrome. And I've titled this, You Can't Save Them All, Hasselhoff. Man, one of my favorite lines, I think it's in a Dr. Doolittle movie, but it just, it makes me laugh because I just think of the times that you'll try your hardest, but someone may not benefit from the information you give them, whether it's nutritional advice, fitness advice, physical therapy advice, even mental health advice. Sometimes it just doesn't help and you have to do another intervention. So, but on the other side of that, sometimes when you think you have done the right intervention and it doesn't work or someone says, you know, like that really didn't help me at all, you can fall into this, I'm an imposter. And boy, did I fall into that this week. Um, nothing crazy or anything, nothing that I haven't encountered before, but I don't know. I was just in the state where I was kind of tired of it happening so many times. And when I say that guys, listen, like I feel that I am a fairly awesome clinician and a good coach And there's going to be times that I give you information that was like a slam dunk for five or six people or 30 people, and it may not work for you. But sometimes when it comes out that someone's like, well, I just want to work with someone else or something like that, I feel like a huge imposter. I feel like I didn't do my job. I didn't do my job effectively, and I should just crawl in a hole. And you're going to be like, whoa, 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 man. This head is the key. You're supposed to be talking us up and doing all this stuff. Well, I'm talking to you up by letting you know that it happens to everybody, that sometimes people want to crawl in holes. And, you know, I shared with you guys, you know, a a while back in an episode of like, I was always a product of needing to do my best and getting validation from others. And when that doesn't happen, or if it's negative validation, it can uh, kick me in the the huevos. And uh, that's what happened this week. It was just, I fell into a moment of, crap, I'm not good at this. And then it led me to becoming a victim. And how ugly and gross feeling that is when you feel like a victim. It just, it feels gross. It feels wimpy. It feels just not good. Um, 
like I want to say unattractive, but like not unattractive in the point where like I want to be hot to everybody and you know I'm too sexy for my shirt. You know, no, I'm not talking about that. But just like you don't want to be around that energy. And fuck, like I don't want to soul suck anybody's energy, and I feel like that's probably what I did this week. Um, and guys, I'm an upbeat dude. Like, you know, a lot of people will say like, man, this dude's caffeinated. I love caffeine. Um, I love coffee and I love energy drinks, which you're like, bro, you're a nutrition coach. You shouldn't be having those. You know, the scary part is, is I feel like the actual caffeine does nothing to me. I just like the taste. I don't have to have caffeine to be goofy. Um, but at that I digress. It's just when I get to that other side, that dark side, something, something dark side, huh, family guy, the best. Um, when I get to that, I'm just like, ugh, like this feels gross. And then it's like, ugh, I'm such an imposter. Here I am trying to pep people up, you know, on this podcast and saying, you guys are all right. You guys are all right now. And you don't need degrees or their titles or anything. And here I am doing the same exact thing that I'm telling you guys to not do. And that's, guys, I mean, that's a product of anxiety and bias and feeling like the only way that I'll ever be good enough is when things go my way. And I've significantly learned that that is not the case. I have made great strides in recognizing that I'm really not going to save them all. Um, but sometimes it can still get you. And that's why I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome because it is a thing. And I feel that if I talk to a majority of my friends and my colleagues, you know, I always say like, well, I need this certification so that I have some relevance in this particular population. So like nutrition coaching, like I need another certification. I need a health coaching designation so that people know that I'm good at fitness. But like, I don't. I mean, I have a psychology degree with a concentration in physical therapy. I have a physical therapist assistant degree. I have three personal training certifications and a nutrition coaching certification. I feel that that suffices in me being able to help people with nutrition in the scope of a coach. And I don't need anything else. Yes, I always want to keep learning and keep doing things and, and that's fine. But like, when I don't help something, I shrink into this, I'm an imposter. And I feel that a lot of people that are maybe listening to my podcast, and especially if you guys listen to this one, you can relate. And I'm here to tell you that like, if you want a degree, go get to the degree, but it, it the degree is still not going to change that. This is like inner work, you know? Um, and that's, I've talked to people at nauseam. They're like, okay, Mike, you go back and get your doctorate of physical therapy or you get a doctorate in education or leadership or anything. What? What is that going to do? It's just going to show people that you have a doctorate in leadership, but like acting out and teaching it is what truly is going to be the better, you know, the better task and having more letters after your name or a piece of paper does not make you a leader, does not make you a coach 
what makes you a coach is being humble and trying things out and learning through client interaction. That's application. But we live in this world where you got to have this or have that or have this. But then on the, on the flip side, we live in this world where social media says, oh, no, you don't need that. You just need to look good in yoga pants and do squats and glute bridges all day, and you'll get more followers. <laughs> um, and, hey, kudos to anybody that's doing that. That's awesome. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hate. What I'm trying to say is even that is application. You're applying. You're putting yourself out there and applying and helping people. Um. But imposter syndrome is a thing that if you do experience it, I think you have to sit with it and just say, look, you did your best. It didn't work out like you wanted it to. You know that if it doesn't work out the way you want it to, that you would refer out to either a doctor, another clinician, a coach, and say, hey, I'm trying all of these things. What are your thoughts? That is how we give people the best care. It's not by playing the victim and saying, well, this person just didn't, you know, I think they think that they're not better, but they're better and all this thing. No, you, you can't do that. You can't. You're going to lose sleep over that. And you just have to be better than that. And just, hey, this is what I tried. This is what I thought I would get out of it. And I, you know, this is what I thought this person would get out of it. They didn't. And can you can you help me assess this? And be an advocate for that person. Even if you didn't help them with your intervention, you can still be an advocate for that person to get them a better intervention. That's true coaching. That's true healthcare. That's true leadership. And if you guys are struggling with imposter syndrome, I get it. Write it out. Write write what's bothering you and then be able to like write the reverse statement because the reverse statement is true. You know, you're not a failure. You've you failed. That doesn't make you a failure. That makes you you tried something and it didn't work. Back to the drawing board. Understand that again, you're not gonna save everyone with the same intervention. Even if there are clinical studies showing that this is supposed to be the home run that's going to help someone, it's not going to help everyone. And then that goes to the situation of like that patient or client might be dealing with their own demons. You know, they might have a physical manifestation of something that there's no clear evidence on any type of exam or any type of image that something's wrong. But that doesn't mean anything's, you know, that doesn't mean nothing's wrong with them. So we can't say, well, nothing's wrong with you because all of this, all of this suggests that nothing's wrong with you. No, that's BS. If they're still having pain, something's going on. Their nervous system's upregulated some, re- some way. So how do we get them to downregulate that? That might be referring to someone to help them with, you know, their mental health. And then working on, you know, graded exposure to activities and, you know, 
being able to tell the nervous system like, hey, dude, you need to chill out a little bit. And the only way we're going to chill out with this is we got to move and we got to reprogram everything to say we're able to move. Um, so, yeah, I think it sucks that imposter syndrome's a thing. It sucks that it can wear on you, but I'm living it right now and I'm done being a victim. I've played this victim card way too much. You know, and my colleagues have been told that something they did didn't help them and they can just let it roll off their shoulders. And I respect the shit out of that because that's what I need to learn is just let it roll off, man. You know? And take ownership in the fact that even when you give your best, it may not. But like go to bed knowing that you gave your best and do no harm, you know? And yeah, certain things that you do to, you know, you know, a client that doesn't want to squat and they're like, oh man, I was really sorry the next day. Well, yeah, you haven't done that before and soreness can happen. Like, that's not what I mean by do no harm. What I mean by do no harm is like, don't like continue to do something even though that person says that it's not helping. You know, that's when you have to be like, oh, okay, well, like, let's try something else, you know, or, hey, you know, the, the things that I think would help aren't, I want to refer you to someone that I think could help you and have another set of eyes on you. And that's okay. And that doesn't make you imposter. That doesn't make you inferior to that other person, especially, you know, many patients may not say it or clients may not say it. But if you're the person that kind of helps get them into another person and that person helps them, kudos to you for doing that. That's still a win for you. That doesn't make you an imposter. That makes you recognize where you kind of lacked, but where someone else may not, and you help them out. And that's the ultimate goal is helping people when you're in the helping profession. That doesn't make you an imposter. That makes you good at your job. And I mean, right now, as I'm talking about that, like just thinking about that made me feel a ton better. So I think imposter syndrome is a challenge that we probably all have. And you just truly have to sit with that, write some stuff out and recognize that if your intent was to help and it didn't go as well, this person but it went well as someone else like chalk it up to experience and know that sometimes your intervention is not always going to work i hope this helps someone i hope this helps clarify some things and guys if you have anxiety or you know things like i do like i hope that i can help you relate and kind of speak your mind for you and let you know that you're not alone because you're not And you're okay the way you are. So that's all I wanted to say today. I know it's kind of, you know, a woe is me. And that was not my intent. 
my intent is to not get pats on the back for this one or, oh my God, Mike, I, I feel so bad for you. Like, no, don't. I don't want to be the victim anymore. And that's what I'm trying to say is I think you have to crawl out of that and be like, no, I'm not the victim. I made a mistake or, you know, not even that. Like I, I, I did something that I've done multiple times with other patients that's made them feel better. It didn't help with this person or it didn't help, you know, trying to cut this person's calories at this time didn't help this person like it helped another person. Okay, learn from that what's going on and how can I fix it? That's the only way you're going to learn is by, you know, and not working out all the time. So that's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to be the victim anymore. And honestly, it, it doesn't feel good to play that card. So I hope this helped. Uh, I'll see you guys next week and take care. Later.